We are on Yavamos Ches Amabez 8B1 in the article Gemara. The Gemara just said that the purpose of Aleha, of the extra word of Aleha, is specifically coming to teach us that a tsara, a co-wife of a, a relative of yours, meaning if you, your sister-in-law is also your daughter, so then it, there is no mitzvah of Yibam in that scenario. There's also no mitzvah of Yibam for the co-wife. If your brother had two wives, one of them is your daughter, the other one is some other person. Uh, so then we don't have the mitzvah of Yibam. But the real purpose of Allah is to teach you that in a different context, in a totally different context, where the where you have, let's say, just uh, not in the context of Yibam, not where it's your sister-in-law, but let's say your daughter marries somebody, some person, random person, and he also has another wife. He has two wives. So the purpose of Allah is to tell us that don't say that that co-wife of your daughter also becomes forbidden to you. No, you're not allowed to marry your daughter, but you're allowed to marry a co-wife of your daughter. If some random person marries your daughter and has another wife, that's the co-wife of your daughter, and if he dies or gets divorces that other woman, so then there still is, you're still permitted to marry that person. And that's really the purpose of Allah. So based off of that, the Gemara now is going to have a, a, a very strange uh Havamina, original understanding and question uh, based on that idea. And essentially it's going to go as follows. According, according to what we just said, the tsara, the co-wife, is forbidden within the context of Yibam. Specifically within the context of Yibam do we say that the co-wife becomes forbidden. However, in another context we say that the co-wife is not forbidden. Meaning in the, in the case where your daughter marries just a, a random person, so then the co-wife is not forbidden to you, even though it's the co-wife of your daughter. But if it would be the co-wife of your daughter in the context of Yibam, so then it would be forbidden. So there's a greater stringency within the context of Yibam than outside the context of Yibam. And so essentially what the Gemara is going to ask, Rami Barachama is going to ask, is that maybe we should say that this is not just limited uh, to a co-wife, but maybe this is true in general, very meaning as follows, that uh, with regards to all relations, seemingly. He seems to say that maybe we could say that the whole concept of not marrying a close relative only applies in the context of you. Just like the concept of a co-wife only applies within the context of you. Maybe we should say that the whole concept of not marrying a close relative is only forbidden in the context of you. But outside the context of you, you're allowed to go ahead and marry your daughter. Or you're allowed to go ahead and marry uh, any other close relative. So... Because just like the tsara, the co-wife, there are greater stringencies with regards to the co-wife in the context of yibum, uh, as opposed to in the context in general and any other situation of a co-wife of your relative. So maybe we should just say the whole concept of relatives in general. A wild idea. That relatives, you're really allowed to marry your relative, and the only time that it's forbidden is specifically when it's in the context of yibum. And that's a question that's going to be asked, and... We're just going to try to explain how that, for today's recording, how that is not true. That you cannot entertain such a possibility. Uh, but just before we get even get onto the Gemara, uh, the Rishonim, the the commentators, uh, many of them uh, explain that maybe this Havmina, this strange original idea, might be limited specifically to only certain relatives. It's impossible to say that for all relatives, that there's no prohibition uh, to marry a relative, and it's only within the context of Yibam where it's forbidden. It's can't say that as even as as a as an original thought uh, and not a concluding thought, uh, but 
and, and they would limit it either to uh, a situations where it's your wife's sister, which is what the, the verse, the word of Allah is going, is in the context of your wife's sister, or maybe other relatives where it's not blood relatives, it's through marriage. So your mother-in-law, cases like that. But they would never entertain the possibility that it's actually permissible to marry a, a blood relative, a daughter or a grandchild or something like that. Um, and that's how they would explain even this initial thought, which we're going to reject. But even within the initial thought, they do not entertain the possibility that it could be referring to actually blood relatives, that it's permissible to marry a blood relative. Okay, so the Gemara says as follows, Amalei Rami Barachama, Rami Barachama says, Lerava to Rava, Ema Erevagufei, Shalom Wakam Mitzvah Mishtishtari. Maybe we should say, this is what we just mentioned, that every Erva, every every for, uh, family relationship which is forbidden, maybe it should be allowed outside the context of evil. The Rava says, what are you talking about? Vlav Kavachomer, who isn't this a kavachomer, isn't it? Can't we prove that this is not the case? But makum mitzvah, serious shalom akatsasharia. If in the context of yibum, which is a mitzvah, we say that it's forbidden, you're not allowed to marry your relative. If your sister in law is also your daughter or your mother in law, whatever the case is, we say it's forbidden. So then, certainly, if it's not in the context of a mitzvah, if it's not yibum, so then how can we say that it's permissible? Certainly, in that case, it would also be forbidden. So Romi Barakhama says back, whoa, slow down. But with regards to the co-wives, we just said, with regards to the co-wives, that a co-wife is forbidden within the context of Yivam. In a case where your brother has one wife who's your relative, meaning, let's say, your daughter, and has another wife. So that other wife is forbidden now. Uh, but if it's not the context of Yivam, we say that the co-wife of your daughter is permissible, and you're allowed to marry the co-wife of your daughter. So by the Tzara Tochiyah, the co-wife should prove in the context of a mitzvah of Yibum, the co-wife is forbidden. And yet, when it's outside a mitzvah of Yibum, the co-wife is permissible. So don't don't prove to me that there's a concept of a, of a rios, of, of marrying, a, uh, that there's a prohibition to marry a close relative, and the fact that there's a prohibition by Yibum, because maybe, you can't prove from Yibam because the co-wife is forbidden in the context of Yibam but is permissible outside the context of Yibam so Rava is going to try to give two try to give one explanation to prove this wrong we're going to reject it and then it's going to provide a second one so this is the first uh, suggestion that's going to be rejected Rava answers Amalei I can prove to you with regards to the sister-in-law meaning your wife's sister if it's your wife's sister the verse says while she, when she's alive, during her lifetime, so that means dur- during her lifetime means in all, the way Rav is explaining this is in all circumstances, meaning even outside the context of Yibam, your wife's sister is always forbidden to you, not just in the context of Yibam, but even outside the context of Yibam, and that's why the verse says in her lifetime. So remember, Racham says back, "What are you talking about?" The reason why it says the word in her lifetime, is there to teach you. That uh, this is even that that it's only during her life, her actual lifetime, if the wife is alive. But if if the wife passes away, so then it is permissible to marry your wife's sister, which is actually the halacha. That is the law. You're not allowed to marry a wife's sister while your wife is alive. But when once she passes away, based on this the extra word bechayeha, you're allowed to marry your wife's sister if she passes away, which is not true with regards to the other forbidden. Uh, family relationships. So, the, so Rav responds back, "No, so the fact that uh, you you are allowed to marry your wife's sister after your wife passes away—that's 
derived from a different phrase. It says, you cannot take Isha Lachosa, a woman in addition to her sister. Meaning, in addition implies that your wife is still alive. If your wife passes away, so then you're allowed to marry your wife's sister. Uh, so that's why Rav says back, that's why Bechayah is really to teach you during her life. Bechayah, during her life, means in all circumstances, even outside the context of Yibam. So Rami Barachama says back, he persists back, and he says, That no, each phrase is necessary. A, a woman in addition to her sister is coming to teach you that you might have thought that not if your wife passes away, but if, you're, if you got divorced from your wife, that you're permissible to, to marry her, your wife's sister, uh, your ex-wife's sister, but that's not true. The word, the actual word bechayeha, teaches you that even after you get divorced, it's still forbidden because she, your wife is still alive, even though it's not your wife. Your wife, in the end of the day, is alive. Meaning, the first phrase of a woman in addition to her sister, just seems to imply that uh, while you're married to your wife, there's a forbi- that it's forbidden for you to marry your wife's sister. Comes the extra word bechayeha to teach me that it's even after you get divorced. If, even after divorce, you're still not allowed to marry your ex-wife's sister. It's only after she actually passes away that it's permissible to marry your wife's uh, sister. Uh, and so therefore, because we need both phrases, Rami Barakham is saying, Bechayeha, in her lifetime, cannot, does not mean uh, any time during their lifetime, meaning even outside the context of Yibam. It's being used to derive other laws. So we still have the original question. How do we know that uh, there's a f- the forbidden relationships are even forbidden outside the context of Yibam? Maybe it's only forbidden within the context of Yibam. So that's the rejection of the first suggestion. And now we're going to have the second suggestion, and this is going to hold up till the end. The second suggestion continues, says the Gemara, as follows. Ella Amarav Huna Bar Rava. Rava says as follows. Trey Kraik Sivi. It's really one verse. One verse has two different phrases. In one phrase it says, In one verse it says that you cannot take a woman in addition to her sister, that's the same phrase that we had before, to make them uh, co-wives. But it says it in the plural. It seems to imply that there's a situation where it's forbidden to marry both the woman and her co-wife. And then in the end of the verse it says, uh, to uncover her nakedness, referring to one person. So it seems to imply that there's a certain situation where it's forbidden to marry both the wife and the co-wife, and then meaning the relative and the co-wife. And then there's a certain relationship, certain situation where it's just permissible. It's, sorry, it's just a prohibition on the relative, not on both. Meaning, in one phrase it says both the woman and the co-wife. In another phrase it says just the woman. So the asks, "Hakeitza." So what is it referring to here? It seems to be referring to di- different situations. And just to add on to this, we also have the word aleha, the word that we keep on going back to. The word aleha is coming to tell us that in the context of yibum, there's more of a reason to say that something is forbidden. That's what aleha essentially is teaching us. So if I have one phrase in the verse telling me that both are prohibited, the relative and the co-wife, and another in the end of the phrase saying that it's just one, just the relative, so the Gemara says, what, am, what would I say? In the context of Yibam, both the relative and the co-wife are forbidden. But we also still have that other phrase of just one is forbidden. When is that going to be? 
That's going to be in the context outside of Yibam. And this will prove to us, outside of Yibam, the relative is still forbidden. That's what the second phrase, the singular, in the single, in the singular, is telling us that the relative is forbidden. And the tsara, the co-wife, is permissible. And that's, that's the proof. That's how we know that, uh, the prohibition to marry a relative implies even outside the context of Yibam. The Gemara responds back, wait a minute, Eipachana, why can I flip the two? Let me say as follows, Why don't I be more lenient when it comes to Yibam to say that in the context of a mitzvah, you're not allowed to marry the relative, you're allowed to marry the co-wife, you're allowed to do Yibam on the co-wife. And that's that's when the verse was using uh, the prohibition in the, to say that it's only referring to one person. But outside the then outside of uh, Yibam, they are both forbidden, meaning it, it's, it, uh, they're, they're both forbidden. Even the co-wife would be forbidden, meaning the co-wife would be permissible in the context of Yibam, but outside the context of Yibam would be forbidden. The Gemara says, no, that's what we mentioned a minute ago, that Aleha comes to teach us that there's more of a reason to say by Yibam that they are both forbidden. So we're going to say that they're, the, the, the phrase in the verse that says that two are forbidden, that's in the context of Yibam, your relative and the co-wife. Outside the context of Yibam, only one is forbidden, that's your relative, the co-wife would be uh, permissible. Meaning if some random person marries your daughter and somebody else, it would be, permi- it'd be permissible for you to marry that other person once uh, uh, once that, that person leaves this, this the current marriage. Um, and so that's what the Gemara says. So the proof the idea that there's, it's forbidden to marry a relative even outside the context of Yibam is from this verse, from this verse that says that, first it says that two are forbidden, then it says one is forbidden. The one that's forbidden is outside the context of Yibam. In the context of Yibam, both the relative and the co-wife are forbidden. And when it says one, is referring to outside the context of Yibam, only the relative is forbidden, the co-wife is not, is permissible. It's permissible to marry the co-wife. The Gemara asks another question, a final question. And this last question and answer uh, will, after this last question and answer, we'll conclude the recording. Ravashi says to Rav Kahana, Why are we assuming until now? asks the Gemara. That Aleha is coming to tell us that Yibum is is a uh, stricter scenario, is a case where we say that you cannot do the mitzvah of Yibum to the wife who is your relative and to the sister-in-law who is your relative or to the co-wife, and that Aleha is coming to tell us to be to say that we do not do the mitzvah of Yibum. Maybe Aleha is really coming to be more lenient, and maybe the verse is saying as follows: that you're not allowed to marry. Uh, the co-wife that's outside the context of Yibam. But Allah is really coming to teach you that both of them are mutter. Both the wife and the co-wife, uh, the wife who is your sister-in-law and, let's say, another, also your relative through some other way, let's say your daughter, uh, when your brother marries your daughter, that both of them, Allah is going to teach you that both of them are permissible. Meaning, according to this question, within the context of Yibam, both would be allowed. There'll never be a scenario where a relative is forbidden. If it's your sister-in-law through some other way, is related to you some other way, that'll be forbidden. Both will be allowed, and that's what Allah is teaching you, and the Kohif is also allowed. Outside the context of Yibam, we'll say that both are forbidden, because we have 
the phrase which has uh, that both are forbidden. So outside the context of Yibam, both your relative, meaning your daughter, marries somebody, so the daughter and the co-wife are forbidden. Within the context of Yibam, both will be permissible. Why don't we say that? And Allah is really coming to tell us uh, to be permissible, to be to be lenient. So the Gemara responds back, According to this reasoning, you never have the, the scenario where one is forbidden, one is permissible, which is what the Gemara was understanding, that one phrase said that both are forbidden, another phrase says one is forbidden, one is permissible. How did we figure that out? The Gemara said, well, both are forbidden in the context of Yibam. One is forbidden, one is permissible. Outside the context of Yibam, it's, it's forbidden for you to marry your close relative. It's permissible for you to marry the co-wife. But if it, based on what we just said, the suggestion that was just was just suggested, um, either both either both are allowed in the context of yibum, or both are not allowed outside the context of yibum. But you'll never have a scenario where one is allowed, one is not allowed, as the Gemara explains. If it's in the context of a mitzvah, they'll both be allowed, i.e., in the context of yibum. If it's not the context of yibum, both will be forbidden. And that's not what the Gemara, that's not what the pasuk is telling us. The pasuk tells us the verse tells us. That there'll be at least there'll be a scenario where one is forbidden, one is permissible. So in the end of the day, that's that's the case where it's not in the context of Yibam. In the context of Yibam, in the end of the day, uh, it becomes uh, they are both forbidden. Those that's the phrase that that refers to them in the plural that they are both forbidden, both your relative and the co-wife. And the case outside of Yibam, that's the case where the where the Torah tells us that you're not allowed to marry a close relative, but the co-wife would be permissible. One's per- Forbidden, one is permissible. And that's how the Gemara concludes. And this proves to us that the concept of Arayos, the concept of not marrying a close relative, applies even outside the context of Yibu. Uh, and that concludes that discussion. A very uh, strange Havamir, strange original uh, thought to say that uh, it would be permissible to marry a close relative as long as it is outside the context of Yibu.